genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here, as always, with your panel of co-hosts, Sean Petit. What up? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ White. Heyo. As a reminder, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we're going we're gonna to spoil that for you. So I'm going to go ahead and give you guys some timestamps in the description so you can skip anything you might need to skip. Our top story is Modoc Head Games by Jordan Blum, Pat Oswalt, Scott Hepburn, and Carlos Lopez. Yeah. So how was y'all's week? Uh, well, we're on a new one because we're recording on a different day. So, yeah. uh, you know, so far it's not the worst. So <laughs> yeah, These are truly last week's comics. <laughs> yeah. For the, it's we, true. I don't even remember them. We're recording like 12 hours before Adam edits it, which is 12 hours before it goes live. <laughs> so we're just really fucking doing it live today. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, we're just squeezing right in. Squeezing all, it right in. We've all adapted Adam's uh, scheduling. Uh, just yeah, which right is just procrastination. To. It's just a lack of scheduling, really. <laughs> it's invigorating. <laughs> it's stressful. That's, that's one word that's what for you it. mean. <laughs> uh, speaking of stressful, I have had a fucking day, you guys. Uh, <laughs> I was at the vet this say, morning. Were you off today? I was off today. I was off today, but I ended up having to go to the vet Ugh. because the dog I adopted less like a week ago started limping out of nowhere. Which, if you know anything about me and my multiple dogs, I have the worst yeah. luck with and like. I know what kind of dog you got, so I know where I went. I know my immediate thought. Of <laughs> oh, no, no. Limping. It's not quite as bad as what you're thinking. Oh, yeah. That's good. Uh, I got a pit bull, and, the, you know, like what Adam or what Sean is talking about is it, they're notori- notorious for like tearing an ACL. Mm-hmm. Not that. It's actually like in his foot. So I'm like, oh, God, he broke a toe. Whatever. So we, we walked to the vet, which is very close by, luckily. I was going to say, that's messed up. Made him uh, turns, <laughs> turns out... Oh, yeah, right. no. <laughs> turns out he has interdigital cysts, oh, which is just a fancy way of saying he got lumpy toes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've like got it. that. My boar's got lumpy toes. Uh, <laughs> is that like happens all the time or is it just kind of popped up and evidently it's a thing with pits like with bully breeds they just get like ingrown hairs in the webbing of their toes like oh. fucking idiots like the abomination of nature that they are uh, <laughs> uh or it's from him being astray and he got like glass or something in there so That's we'll find out because the only way to heal it is just like to let it explode just to wait yeah Gross. <laughs> Yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, you let it explode or you do surgery. And the the doctor was literally like, just let it explode. It's better. (laughs) I'm just like, are you fucking kidding? Like, I I straight up called the vet and uh, I got the like, hey, how you been? I haven't seen you in a while treatment from the vet because that's how often I'm there. <laughs> we um, oh jeez, we were getting we were getting that for a little bit. Oh yeah, no, like the, like Aaron and me, best buds. Like that's my yeah. girl. Like that. She knows me. She she knows me by voice. Yeah, we got real tight with the surgeon. <laughs> oh. uh, with, because of our dog. Jeez, man, you're really making me want to adopt a dog here. You they're should. the greatest. They're the greatest well, thing ever. The funny thing was, like, the last time, this is really dark. So, <laughs> the last time I was there, I like had to put my my big guy down back in April, and he was a big sweetheart, and like it was it was just his time because of a, a disease that he got, but. Uh, I was. I made a dark joke and was like, 
hope I don't see you anytime soon. And then literally on the walk back, my other star dog started peeing blood. <laughs> I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh no. <laughs> and that's my luck. So then I like literally called her from like 20 minutes away and was just like, so guess what? <laughs> Gotta make You're another. You're never going to believe this. Never going to believe it. I jinxed myself. Remember what into, I said? Into... Forget the last thing I said. <laughs> or if they no. just answered the phone and they were like, what is it now? What or, did you do? Or you do it in a disguised voice. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh... I, I show up in a Groucho Marx glasses <laughs> over my mask. We know it's you, Casey. <laughs> Casey, Dude. this isn't even, this is like the fifth time. This isn't even your pet. You're just fixing random pets. Stop it. <laughs> she does well, that too. That's how I end up with five animals, yeah. honestly. That's how you Three more and you get a free Sunday. Oh, you get <laughs> yeah, a punch God, card? I wish I had punch cards. I really this do. Dude, me, same. I'm with you, Casey. Oh, one more no. surgery, I should get one free. I, I'm just lucky that they don't think that I'm like a negligent pet owner. I just have the worst luck <laughs> where like, well, yeah. Dude's got were, lumpy toes. Of course he does. Sure. Well, yeah. If you were, you wouldn't be at the vet. Well, if you <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do, you know if I were mean? a bad pet parent, they would all just be suffering. Exactly. <laughs> so they know you're not. That's what happens when you own a zoo. Just yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. It comes with uh, extra expenses. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh. I feel that. Well, hopefully you'll be all right. That vet hasn't even met two of my cats yet. That's how many animals I have. <laughs> and they know me by name. <laughs> yeah. I'll send him my best. Yes. A little goofball. Yep. Uh, you know, he's he's in he's in the cone of shame. I'm so. hoping I get to meet him soon. Yeah. No, you should. He's great. He's the best. That's what the whole vet said that too. So confirmed by people that are in no way biased at all. Yeah. When, <laughs> they don't want, it's not like they want my money or anything. No, every time we bring our dog somewhere like the vet or like daycare or like grooming, we have people come out to talk and like play with her because she's such a, she's so well behaved. Oh yeah. No. So yeah. I'm thinking the reason he got the cyst was that yesterday we went on like a super long walk so i think it just mm -hmm. brought out whatever problem was like just already. aggravated it yeah exactly yeah. um but i went into the plant store the like fragile tropical plant store that's like <laughs> three feet around um so i made zach stand outside with with him with charlie and every single person that walked by had to like compliment him on how handsome he was and like play and everything and i'm just like yo like no one does that to my other dogs. <laughs> it's rude as fuck to the other dogs, honestly. It's a vibe, man. I'm telling you that. It's a vibe. That, that, it, yeah, the pit It's that big old that blockhead. It's yeah, that. Man. And yeah, man. They're just always smiling. Yep. <laughs> and he's just like very desperate for attention. So that's, it's just Same. feeding into it. And that's, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. You've now given him a complex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's just a big old good boy. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. What are you going to do? Not tell him he's a good boy? Come on. Give me a break. Yeah. No. Definitely not. That's not an option. I'm just a slave to his ego now. It's fine. Anyway. Anywho, so comic books. We, we could talk about dogs for another hour. I could so. literally, I literally almost yeah. started off on another tangent about Charlie because I can, but like everyone's sick of it. It's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, we're, not a, uh, we're not a dogs podcast, but Bullshit. we are not an X-Men podcast. <laughs> and you could tell that by our first, uh, first book two. we're going to talk about. There yeah. it is. <laughs> the first number seven. <laughs> Welcome back, bitches. Uh, post Ten of Swords, uh, Hellions number seven by Zeb Wells, Steven Zagovia, and David Curiel. Um, so we're seeing the fallout of Sinister's betrayal, Sinister's inevitable betrayal. Um, uh, so he, if you missed it, if you missed our entire coverage on Ten of Swords, uh, 
he murdered his entire team <laughs> just to cover up the fact that he wanted to get that sweet, sweet uh, Araco uh, mutant DNA. Um, and so they've all been resurrected, but some died in Araco. So we've come got... Back a little weird. They came back a little... They came back focused is the way that they describe it. So, so basically, Psylocke and... Um, Havoc died, and 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 Grey Crow and Nanny. Empathy all died, or Empath, whatever, all died on Krakoa soil. But mm-hmm. um, Wild Child and Nanny, Nanny yeah. and uh, Peter, or, uh, Peter Orphan, Orphan Maker, yeah. or whatever, all died in Araco. So everyone's been resurrected. All the people that died in Krakoa are fine. The people that came back from Araco. So Wild Child and Nanny are focused, and also. They were starting to resurrect Peter, but evidently his X gene is just planet annihilating. Maybe you can answer he, this, RJ. What the hell is his mutant power? No, we don't know. Oh, we don't know. That's just yeah, the, that's but the it point. It seems real he, bad, though. But he also yeah. he has to have like specific armor on. But he also started leaking. Remember? Yeah. Earlier? Yeah. yeah so, he like, just seems like he's, he's like some, some kind, kind of, of liquid. Yeah, or liquid or some kind of he's like something a, toxic. Like yeah, he's some gas. type of toxic gas is yeah. his mutant power. So yeah, like, so he I has to bad. wear protective armor or he will destroy everything. <laughs> they don't have that armor because it got destroyed in Araco. The only way to build that armor is Nanny's spaceship that got impounded because she wouldn't stop stealing mutant babies. But yet, wow. But yet, Nanny has her egg. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I I don't know how that happened. A new egg. It's like a new design is that, too. But is that her skin? No, she's stuck in there. She kind of looks like an owl now. Yeah, no, her but yeah, her her like <laughs> armor is different looking. Like she doesn't have the lipstick on it anymore, which yeah, is great because it was really gross. <laughs> I just like the yeah, the weird. way the data pages explain how they changed. It was like they were like more themselves. It's like their nanny was more nanny. Yeah, that's so scary. Honestly. Yeah, I was like, what does that mean? The two or, people yeah. that shouldn't be more themselves are Wild Child and Nanny. Yeah. Because holy yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so, uh, so basically, they have to steal back Nanny's ship from where it was impounded in order to save the planet from Peter. Because <laughs> he's just sitting in a pod unresurrected as of right now. Yeah, they're trying to, they're keeping it on hold so he doesn't, so his mutant, or his X-Gene doesn't um, Yeah, this activate. is like pretty rude, but I'm just going to say it. Like, why resurrect him? Because they all deserve to Wait, be, who? I guess. Peter, like, why, why bring him back if he's like that? Because Sinister wants his full set. I guess, yeah. That is that is probably the most probable. You got to catch I mean, them all, man. <laughs> they keep bringing back Quentin Quire, and he's a huge dick. So. And empath. <laughs> yeah, and they empath, brought back yeah, empath. Seriously. I guess. Yeah. All right, that's fair. There's certain ones you just shouldn't, but they are anyway. So I guess yeah. Peter deserves it too. Um, yeah. So in order to accomplish this goal, uh, Sinister so greatly gives him gives them his uh, personal cruiser. As like a as a no prize for like killing all of them because like they all come back and they're like so you gonna tell us how and why you killed us because we got no memory of that uh, and he's like oh don't be silly you gotta go though because <laughs> you gotta yeah. go do this real fast no time to talk uh, and it's just really you know not talking about it um, and like Psylocke weirdly defends him too like she like 
pulls her fucking side sword on everybody like in like a, you heard the man go follow your orders and everyone's just like what the fuck yeah but it's something's like, up there well yeah. it's, it's like her he promised her his her daughter back right is yeah. that the case yeah exactly yeah, it's but, a follow-up to fallen angels right yes which i did not read so that's why that doesn't make sense got it um, <laughs> and there we go <laughs> and here we are here we are we got there um but yeah so then they get in his like luxury luxury like yacht and she just fucking pile drives it into the destination that they're going into, into to. the base that they're trying to break into because the is- base that has like 12 feet of like solid concrete so she's like they're the the plane's name is clive Clive. <laughs> it's an odd name it's for a so plane. Good. It's such a sinister name. Well, for it's such a person AI. who grew up in Victorian England, London, and probably had like yeah, a butler. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is 100% his butler's name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so when she crash lands it into the 12 feet of pure concrete, he's just panic stricken by losing Clive poor guy <laughs> so good <laughs> maybe you shouldn't do that by like you know maybe you should just murder his whole team and he can yeah shit. so much more like tragedy in losing clive than his entire team that he <laughs> slaughtered personally <laughs> so <Yep>. good <laughs> uh but yeah then they get there and there's a bunch of automated uh you know like sentinel looking doodads and wild child is real pissed that they don't bleed because he's just more wild child than ever uh, and then they find out that it's, uh, what's his name? It's, uh, it's Cameron, Cameron Hodge. Hodge. Fuck yeah. him! Oh, yeah, that guy. That, Love that fucking guy. guy. He's the fucking worst. The fucking worst. So, Dude, totally. You don't know who that is, do you, No Sean? clue. RJ, tell the man, because I don't remember. Cameron He's Hodge a Nazi. was, uh, <laughs> Warren Worthington, um, Angel's roommate, who was the benefactor and, like, team leader of X-Factor back when X-Factor was the original five X-Men. And um, slowly over time, he uh, was revealed to be part of the right, which is an anti-mutant organization and is also responsible for putting Nanny in that in that suit. Um, and he, over time, became... Uh, he, like, died after murdering Angel's girlfriend and then uh, got put into, like, a cybernetic body and then slowly started like trying to advance himself more and more and he it, uh joined the phalanx which is like the evil version of warlock's race um mm-hmm. and almost murdered all that. of the x-men see that is such more an in-depth explanation than being out and just saying he's a nazi <laughs> <laughs> well he is part of the right I mean, no, yeah. he, we're not wrong. It's That was just a better answer. <laughs> An answer that involved the phalanx. There, there's, a, yeah. there's few villains, not even X-Men, but just in general, that are, like, such, like, whenever he shows up, it's just like, fuck that guy. Like, there, there's villains that you love to hate. He is just despicable in every manner, and he's a great villain because of that like he's yeah, so he's so vitriol inducing just like yeah. i hate him can't wait to see wild child just rip his face off it's great i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so that was that was uh the first part of the post ten of swords x-men coverage yeah. and it, it's 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 like X of Swords almost never happened. We're just Bullshit. like right back into these x books no they just picked right lo- back up there was a lot of fallout also, we haven't gotten to the books where, like, all the people that participated in the event were in, so... 
Yeah. Yeah, so. those will be that'll there's gonna be some big fallout issues there, especially yeah. when they, as they all start coming back or not come back in Or coming cases. back weird. Or coming back weird, like Corgan. <laughs> yep. Or Betsy. Because we don't know where the fuck she's at. Yeah, we don't know where she is. Yeah, Excalibur is going to be only Ten of Swords epilogue for a long time. Yeah, it's going to be dealing with that for a while, yeah, for sure. Anyway. All right. Uh, So the second part is X-Factor number five by Leah Williams, David Baldy, and and Israel Silva. Um, We're not an X-Men podcast, right? (laughs) Hey, for the first time in in many weeks, we don't have an X-Men book as the top story we're gonna have to so let that joke die eventually it's because rj and, it's because we had to fight casey and rj <laughs> and you'll lose every time have you met us yeah, it, uh, it, i remember there was a version of this sheet where they were both the top story i'm like wait a minute hold on hold on <laughs> other books aren't as good i don't know what you want from me it's <laughs> exactly what i said <laughs> also you want me to participate so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking deal with it. Anyway. Uh, Continue. So this book um, kind of uh, closes out somewhat the arc of the first four, uh, first three issues of um, X-Factor in Mojo World. Um, we find out that Adam X murdered Sophia um, to get her out of Mojo World. And that Mojo kind of... Uh, watches very closely the the top streamers um so like adam x and spiral and those guys who we saw before um they're all kind of like that's why they were acting weird um yeah they're all prisoners and they have to pretend to be very enthusiastic about the whole situation like yeah everything's fine it's totally great and like talking with their eyes like please get me the fuck out of here (laughs) and uh (laughs) so they just like they kind of uh they gloss over the fact that Polaris didn't tell the rest of X Factor about um, the eggs being destroyed and like the rock slide resurrection that got botched. Um, it's a minor detail. Probably yeah. should have mentioned it. But then they they bring in the team. Um, they talk to the five and they're like, you know, the the eggs are all set, like the new batch of bodies, so they can do resurrection stuff. And um, and then they show them the video of her being murdered, and they're like, "See, yeah, <laughs> there it is." So just like, Whoa, you you could have just told me that you watched it. You didn't have to show it to me. <laughs> Jesus Christ!" They also try to go to Rockslide, and they have like Rachel like check his timeline, but she finds out that he's he's actually only just like a week old. Like he doesn't have any memories prior to that. Um. So he's a baby. He is a baby. <laughs> he's a baby. Aww. Which is, it leads to a perfect moment with iBoy when <laughs> iBoy realizes that he's a newborn. He's just like, we love you. And like gives him a big hug. But it's also oh kind of God. terrifying in the sense of like, what the fuck happened? He's just yeah. a little pebble. Oh, <laughs> no. there it is. He Pebble says, slide. He says, hi, I'm iBoy. Happy birthday. We love you already. Happy birthday. <laughs> I love iBoy. iBoy is such the best. Sweet. I love him. Oh, my God. There's He's also just... a good moment in this book where uh, Akihiro is just like watching iBoy. And he's like, so that dude is just. He's really like that. Like, I thought he was just like faking or high or something. No, he's just really. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, and someone else is just like, yeah, it's hard for you to believe, but people are genuinely nice sometimes yeah. for no ulterior motives. <laughs> um, so they end up bringing uh, Sophia back, and she gets reunited with all the Academy X kids, which is really touching and sweet. And um, they kind of end up having this like whole party for. Uh, and oh, they host up. They host the prom. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, so cute. So they like invite everyone over to the boneyard and boneyard. Yeah, such a great name. Uh, and then that leads like so when when she gets resurrected, that leads to my favorite part of like as she's like hugging um, all her friends. Uh, they're they're like the X Factor is like looking outside and they see someone like in the shadows, just like stalking the and like looking and uh, it's Emma. And Emma's like staying outside, and Danny Moonstar goes over to her and um, kind of talks to her. And she's uh, she, there's like this really great speech. Um, oh, so good! Yeah, but basically, you're only you only get hurt because you care. Everyone else stops caring. It's like, yeah. oh God, <laughs> oh Emma, I love you. And she's just, yeah, she's just watching over the kids to you know. In, like enjoying the fact that they're alive but also the fact that she's seen so many of her children wiped out over and over again she's like i don't want to you know rain on the parade and it's just sad because she's just sulking out there alone um and then uh so danny like offers you know to go with her and emma's like i'll, I'll get you a drink um and oh, that, that was great. She's like, I'll buy you a drink. Yeah. And she's like, there's nothing costs money here. She's like, even more reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, one round for the house on me, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so generous. I just want to read the, the one thing. It's like, so Dan Danny says, uh, most people would never put themselves in a position to be hurt the same way, but not you. You suffered loss, and instead of hardening, you keep caring. You choose to love again over and over. So you just get hurt again over and over because you care. It's awful, isn't it? Like a kind of curse. So here's to having brutal hearts, Miss Frost. And that's maybe my favorite Emma moment in the new era so far. Because, I mean, I love the way Leah writes Emma anyway. Yeah, Leah definitely nails it. You can like, tell she gets how much it. she cares. And yeah. that's, that's really the, the key to writing Emma is to, caring, is to care about her. And to understand the fact that the character is capable of great feats of empathy. Um, and then, yeah, so the, the party happens and, uh, we, we get a moment where, uh, like, Aurora comes into Dak, uh, Dakin's room and, um, then it kind of cuts away. Oh um, yeah, they're, they're, they're flirting hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, he, like, made sure to tell her that his earlier interaction with Polaris, like, he wasn't flirting with her. Um... <laughs> And then uh, Aurora and uh, Northstar, they kind of create like a light show because that, that's part of their powers when they connect, I believe. Um, There's always good fireworks on Krakoa. Yeah. It's like Disneyland. <laughs> Yeah. Like every yeah, night there's like a two hour fireworks show. <laughs> yeah, because you have Jubilee and Dazzler and these guys. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they're the, just bored and they're just like, okay. So the know. one interesting thing is um, Prodigy reconnecting with Windanter and he says that 
uh, she she's like, you know, you weren't murdered the same way. Um, you know, it's like something like with Apocalypse and the ritual. It's like, no, I think someone killed me. So, because it's, it's kind of been a mystery to how um, Prodigy died and got his, his powers back because he was depowered. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's setting up a, a future plot point as For well. For sure. Also, um, Siren is just right dead. so the the issue ends with uh siren falling out of the sky and and dying um i my first instinct was like yo did that like aurora borealis like light show thing that they just did like accidentally murder oh, <laughs> oh I, I don't think so she, <laughs> i don't think so but like how is that not their first reaction she yeah. was just hey, like uh, oh, oh shit God. i just i just did all those crazy lights uh <laughs> that, that's oh, the the next uh, quiet council meeting. It's like, all right, we have to eighty six the fucking flyers. <laughs> no, no more lights. Too many flyers. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, Siren is on the cover of the next issue, so I think she's gonna get an arc. I mean, she's a X Factor staple, so it's cool to see her brought in. She's a great character. I, I love her. Siren. Yeah. Um, I'm Sweet. excited to see what they what they do. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So we're going to take a weird turn here with uh, Fantastic Four Road Trip. Oh, man. This book was so good. By so good. Me Christopher off. Cantwell, Felipe, Felipe Andrade, and Chris O'Halloran. Oh, I got yeah. this right. But yeah, this is just the Fantastic Four picking at a scab that was already this is infected. A, this is the fan four stick movie, what it wanted to be. Everything that yeah, it wanted this is, it to be. Th- and this not is the it. body horror uh, Fantastic Four that you've always wanted. <laughs> Shit is messed up. First of all, the artwork in this is fantastic. Gorgeous. Oh, it's so good. It's it's Master got like class. this kind of Bill Plimpton kind of style to it. Of just like kind of there's this fluidity and like uh kind of dirty line work that I always really like. But the Fantastic Four and family are on a road trip to the Grand Canyon. Like and in no way will they get sidetracked by any kind of science. <laughs> they, they get there. It was breathtaking. They turned around and went home. I just, yeah. I just like cool. it. I just like the the whole science thing. It's like reads like, oh, uh, is there science over there? I think I need to. Yeah, God, Reed so. is such a dick. This just enforces <laughs> how much of a dick he is. Just the so there's worst. there's roadside traps, and then there's this. Like uh, <laughs> reads like oh on the way to the Grand Canyon uh, I I need to stop and look at something and then I need the science <laughs> and then uh, Ben loses a bet that he wasn't going to get sidetracked by science <laughs> yeah and Ben's like why did I even take that bet yeah, yeah. he never would take that like that's just dumb <laughs> he's like I was just hoping you would do the right thing but no here we are in a fucking crater for no reason <laughs> yeah right so he he, he stops off to some crater in the middle of nowhere because they found some like there's some space dust cosmic <laughs> dust that's really just sand he it's wanted like a, some special space it's sand. a meteor I, hole right i, I love that he's like oh it's stardust it's like yo bro literally everything is stardust we are stardust to yeah, quote but Carl Sagan. Like, fun dip know. is technically stardust <laughs> also you, you've been to space dog yeah like what yeah. the fuck you can just go get some if you need to you have gamma radiation inside you like what do you need more of this shit for also yeah. he can stretch he could have just done it from the car yeah, yeah. totally <laughs> good point great point no, but he, he needed he 400 had to get pounds the of he needs stuff. franklin to to whatever it is 
Yeah, he he kind <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, again, what a dick. Yeah, he kind of just uses Franklin because like this stuff that he wants is like way below the surface of this meteor crater. And he needs 400 pounds for some reason. And he, yeah, he needs fucking 400 pounds of the stuff. So then and then he, Sue's like should, do, doesn't like Franklin have limited power? Do we really want to use him for such a literal roadside attraction right now? <laughs> He's like yeah, I'll be fine. It'll be fine. Franklin, it'll be fine. Why don't you just do it? <laughs> it'll so be Franklin's fine. like it's cool. All right, whatever. My son and the then, shovel. Yeah, and then does it. And he does have a moment later on where he was like, you know, you, he, my dad could have just brought a shovel. You need to have me bend reality around you the have fragments a, you have a of dude rock. Made of rocks. He, yeah, 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 come on. Give, give me a fucking break. Yeah. So they, they get to their uh, their Airbnb or whatever in, in the Grand Canyon, this like little cabin. And here he already has a lab set up in the basement to to look at his <laughs> Just space a dust. Vacation lab. Of course he does. What a dick. I know, dude. I this is making me hate Reed. I mean I, I mean, I, I've always have. This is just reinforcing it. Yeah, he's such a bad dad. <laughs> Fuck you, RJ. Wait, what? <laughs> it said reinforcing it. Oh stop. <laughs> I'm so bad, I'm sorry. So the he, he of course stays up all night looking at his his space dust and then decides the next day <laughs> that he's just going to keep science in the house while everyone else like has a vacation. And that's when they realize that something is off because the thing's skin just starts coming off in big chunks. Uh-oh. And this this made me think of something. Remember in um uh what was that book? It was like it was what was it uh grim noir yeah where he kept mm-hmm. having visions of of falling apart yeah there's oh, also a, yeah isn't there a famous wolverine fight where he chips him no 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 but like like big giant pieces of of thing rock just start peeling off of his that's never good <laughs> but we find out that thing there's rock. muscle under there You're that's kind of changing your name to things <laughs> oh. he even says that he, he says like um like, hey, maybe I am a man under here after all. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's like, well, let's not find out because that means you have no skin. So. <laughs> yeah, but Reed could yeah. read him up some skin, right? Alicia yeah, probably can't see, so you know, making out of space dust. Yeah, I I love the way that they figure out that something's fucked up. Is like, um, Valeria and uh, Sue are kayaking. She's like, hey, mom. Where's your fucking eyelids? Yeah. Oh, that part was so <laughs> cool, but also horrifying. Yeah, like like uh, Sue's body starts to disappear piece by piece, but like oh, not man. just go invisible, but like disappear. No, like they're like she's she's like oh, I don't have a liver anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> like, oh, fuck. And then th- there's this really cool page where it shows Franklin kind of lounging around the house in different parts of the house. Oh man! And then Reed's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm sure, fine." He's like. Because you're, like, literally in every room of this house simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> like, huh, that's strange. <laughs> that's how my anxiety Didn't need to do feels. that. <laughs> so then, and, and then Valeria's starting to just regress mentally. Like, she's becoming yeah. a toddler. And Reed is losing his his form, and he is, like, getting getting a bucket and, like, put his arm in a bucket. Yeah, he's just, yeah, like... Yeah, he's just fucking melting. Yeah, he's turning into just... He doesn't have, like, binding polymers or whatever. Oh, he's just man. goop. He's like, if you took a bunch of Silly Putty and then put it in the microwave. Gross. (laughs) Gross. So then uh, there's like, we keep getting kind of flashes of whoever the hell's behind this. Like, Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was just a trap. It was just like this of dude's it was. predictable and easy to trap. Yeah, because he knew that Reed was gonna do the science. He didn't thing. put a he. He should have put a sign, like a picket sign that says "Science here." Like free bird. Like, oh, science! <laughs> free science. Free here. science. Yeah. Come, and, come and get your science. So like everything's starting to just turn upside down. Like the house is starting to shift. Just everything's kind of going fucking crazy. Yeah, it is. It is truly horrific. And, they do such a good job with body horror. But then Franklin walks in the room. Oh, and then uh, Johnny Storm is just on fire. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it's not. He doesn't have fire powers. He's just on fucking fire. He's just it's like the Venture the Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Where is like- he doesn't have immunity to his powers, so he's just constantly on fire. He's just screaming. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, like, went off to go do his own thing in the town, and, like, literally just, like, a security guard busts in, and he's just like, where's someone named Reed? He said he could help, and he's just like, ah! <laughs> Boiling alive. But then uh, Franklin and Valeria, like, melt, melt together, and then Valeria starts to get better. Hmm. So they find out that, like, the way they have to solve this is to all join into one just, like, glob of person yeah they just they just akira glob together it's fucked up it's like a whole (laughs) splash page of them all just they just they just tetsuo themselves into a big fucking melty hodgepodge (laughs) (laughs) and then whoever's whoever was orchestrating this we still don't know who it is just yet just goes ah fuck this and fires a missile at their at their location Sure, sure. <laughs> and then Reed's like, hey, was anyone able to figure out where that came from? And then they just show up and kick his ass. And it turns out to be the mad, the mad thinker? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. And they just yeah. kick his they, ass. They show he, up he back in their regular it. forms. Yeah. They like yeah. whatever Franklin did. They don't really show what happened after they became a giant ball of humanity. I mean, that was the thing. He was like, he, he was like, it was like Valeria's like intelligence was teaching him how to like rebond their, their proteins or something. So like, they couldn't really show that. I guess. Right? I mean, they yeah. showed a lot of They scienced it. They just fucking yada yada scienced it. It's fine. <laughs> and, there's, and sure Here's- enough, everyone's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's a one um, shot. Sometimes you have to. I also, I also have a bit of a gripe. I, this this issue is really good, but I I have like more of like an overarching gripe. So we're not going to talk about Fantastic Four proper, but they fucked up Franklin in that where they retconned his powers to just be that he isn't a mutant. That's a whole fucking bag of worms that we're not going to talk about. But now this issue retcons Valeria into she isn't just a super brilliant human she has superpowers that make her brilliant <laughs> so that's kind of fucked up i don't like that i mean look I who know. her parents just, are i mean yeah, yes but like that's that's what i'm saying like she could just be that brilliant but this book is saying oh she's not it's the cosmic space dust in her bloodstream that makes her brilliant oh. That's because, uh, like, well, she regresses specifically because her mutant, her like, you know, her mutation, power. her power is. Yeah. But but I I don't uh, think it was just a taking away people's powers. I think it was just. No, warping. it was. That was the whole thing. It was it was warping each of their powers into some kind of fucked up inverse version of their powers, and that's why she regressed. That's why Sue disappeared 
instead of becoming invisible. Mm. That's why they all they were all different versions of their fucked up power thing. They say that because they're like, why? Why is because like Alicia was fine. Well, she wasn't like fine. Alicia, I mean, she was being crushed by the house, but she wasn't mutating. She wasn't melting or whatever. <laughs> she was just like, give me the fuck out of here. <laughs> she was just dying, but not horrifically. Yeah, exactly. She wasn't body horror dying. She was just involved in a body horror situation. Oh I just love how quickly they kicked the mad thinker's ass. Like, uh, oh, he yeah. really I mean- thought he was going to get away with this. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it was definitely a Looney Tunesy vibe so. yeah and then it, it ends with them heading home like driving home and then reed's like oh while we're on our way back there's something i wanted to and they're all like are you, you fucking serious right now you know what he wants to go do check out ancient aliens swear to god that's what he's talking about at the end of this issue well, all right never mind i'm in let's do this <laughs> yeah he wants to go by montezuma castle oh, geez. Because there's fucking extraterrestrial, and I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> Ancient aliens is racist. Oh, yeah, we established that last week. I'm going to say it every time it comes up, and I, I, hey, man, we're just accidentally having massive repercussions in reality because, look, here's Ancient Aliens again. <laughs> I don't I don't know how to explain it. Is it magic? Not yep. Not aliens. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's fantastic Anywho, for a road trip. That was a mind fuck of a book. Not what I was expecting. Not what I usually expect from a, a Fantastic Four book. But Christopher Cantwell, man. Yeah, that makes sense because he did everything, which was real fucked up and weird yeah. too. So yeah, it was. Yeah, comes. Yeah, this this is like vibe. a really interesting take on Fantastic Four that should be more explored more. Maybe not to such like you know gruesome depth, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean they are a body horror book. In, to some extent. Yeah. yeah no, sure. hard disagree. It should always be. Because yeah, look at the Hulk. You turn it into a horror book and it's fucking amazing. So just make it a horror book. I'm, honestly. I mean, there, there's some, like, I feel like Hulk is easier to get away with just because there's got to be some level of, like, fun sci-fi camp. I mean, like, it, they're superhero the Jetsons. So, yeah. like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, right, you got to right. have some of that. I think this book balanced it really well. I just want to see did. that in the main book as well see a little bit more yeah. of it yeah yeah that's fair but yeah it made me All feel right, a guys. lot better about my own body dysmorphia you know it's like hey <laughs> oh, at least i'm not you know occupying most <laughs> of the bucket right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah most you gotta grab bucket. some buckets just to be sure <laughs> all right are you guys ready for the best book of the week fucking yep, yep. daredevil <laughs> daredevil 25 by Chippy, Chip, 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 Chiru Zdarsky, uh, Marco Chichetto, and Marcio Menez. That's so, a joke we need to drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but did you see the Twitter thread? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I did this. You see the Twitter pictures I sent? The group? Oh, that yeah. was really funny. Signing his name. He just keep, oh, he yeah. was signing a bunch of books, and he kept just shortening his, his signature until it was just <laughs> the letter C. Uh-huh. So we should start doing that with the period called. too, which made yeah, me which is great. Lose well, because it, well, it was <laughs> the first one was like Chip Sadarsky with an exclamation point. That was like Chip exclamation point. That was just like C period. I almost commented. I was like, as long as you just touch mine, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just just look at it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is actually the second week in a row Daredevil came out, and I, I took a gamble and skipped it last week. Good call. And I was right. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, This book is impossible to get a hold of. So if you haven't read it, skip a little bit because this is a big spoiler we're about to hit. Or just buy it twice. Just buy it on Comixology and buy it a physical if you want a physical copy. Agreed Um, wholeheartedly. So the last issue ended the arc of him going to jail. Yeah, he pleaded guilty against Foggy and Kristen's uh, wishes. wishes. Uh, (laughs) And the whole play, the only reason he did that was because he was trying to make sure that someone was going to be able to watch over Hell's Kitchen and and, buy it out from underneath the Strowmans, who were the rich motherfuckers that are trying to take over Hell's Kitchen. The gentrifiers. The gentrifiers, yeah. The villains. He was trying to get Tony Stark (laughs) to do it, but then he got outbid by like a fuckload of money. And he was like, how did I, Tony Stark, just get outbid on something? And at the end, um, we found out it's Elektra. Pops in and kind of whispers so only Matt Murdock can hear, Daredevil can hear in the courtroom saying, I got you. I took care of it. I bought it. And he immediately pleads guilty because he knows Hell's Kitchen will be taken care of. So this book opens up with kind of some reminiscing about uh matt and electra being um when they were in college right that's where they met columbia yes columbia yeah so kind of get a little bit flashback about them talking and uh and um kind of their relationship but then immediately goes to her and stick kind of fighting a shitload of ninjas and trying to go and they're trying to find something um but then he she meets up in the present with daredevil kind of just she just breaks her ass just, into like fucking rikers just straight just up breaks wal- into prison waltz. like all right i'm gonna get you out and he's like no that's not how this works <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna do my time yeah like, i didn't not- <laughs> plead guilty just to escape what the fuck i was like <laughs> uh yeah so the more they talk basically electra and stick have found this book which gives them a way to finally defeat the hand, uh, like a counterattack called the fist, which makes right. sense. I really thought you were going to say the foot, and I was about to I slam should, I the know. door. Turns out you um, just you just close it, and that's it. Yeah, right. You just you just do yeah. this, and you're good to go. Yeah. 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 Um, also, they they did some like major Indiana Jonesing to get that. Shit. Yeah, they did. Yeah, <laughs> interspersed between these conversations are some pretty awesome action sequences with Electra and Stick trying to get this book from them. Um, and basically her pitch is, well, I need, it needs a king and a queen. And he's like, nah, I'm good. You're going to, I said, (laughs) and basically he says, prove that you're worthy of me joining you. Worthy of me following you to the light. Yeah, because he's like, no, people are going to get killed. And that's the whole reason I'm doing this is because no one else needs to die. So like, I don't trust you. Fuck off. And she's like, all right. So I thought I could buy your trust, but here we go. So the obvious reaction to that is... She's now Daredevil. Woo! <laughs> I like the, it. The uh, the concept design yes. is so good. It's the costume awesome. design is so fucking good. I gotta say, like twelve year old me is just losing just her fucking <laughs> shit right now. Awesome! Like it's the red and gray armor, isn't it? It's Electra it being Daredevil. <laughs> Everything a, about it, the costume design, the concept—it's just so fucking cool. God, when I was so when I was twelve. <laughs> I wanted to dress up as Electra for Halloween, like uh, that Electra. <laughs> and my mom is like, "I'm not gonna go to prison, right? So <laughs> we're gonna get you some sweatpants yeah. and do something similar." So I ended up accidentally dressing up the way Electra looks in the TV it, show. As, 
Oh, oh there it is. Yeah, like I I came up with that costume first. Where I was like, oh yeah, you just put on some fucking just put on leggings some pants underneath and it, yeah. and then it's not it's not a child sex crime. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> right. Christ. <laughs> right. Um, well, I, I, I made everyone had a around me de- go to prison. Yeah, <laughs> I had a friend who had a similar dilemma because her her daughter wanted to be um, poison ivy for Halloween. She's like, I don't know how to approach this for a oh, six year old. Tons of good ways. There's there's ways to do that one easier than Alexa. Yeah, Alexa's just like yeah. You just, you just roll around in a bush and it, yeah, why not right, Psylocke right, right. at that point? <laughs> yeah, oh. Psylocke was my backup plan. <laughs> she didn't like that. Um, yeah, uh, I'm all in. This is uh, so fucking cool. So like at the end, we kind of get the the ominous part where the the plan is the fist needs a king and a queen, but only one of them will survive. So obviously, like you know gotta get some intrigue but i'm loving this familiar story of matt murdoch slash daredevil going to jail and someone taking up the mantle but it feels completely different oh totally yeah in, i was talking about that at work way. yeah i was talking about that at work because someone's like someone jokingly was like didn't he already go to prison i'm like no this is different it is well technically <laughs> matt murdoch went to jail not exactly. daredevil so that's, well, that's a bit i was one so how are I they keeping a bunch of people- that a secret like we haven't seen matt murdoch around for a while Ah, uh, his twin brother his twin is pretending brother to be him. Is pretending to be him, and oh, and that was the other big reveal. That is so General Ele- Hospital. Oh yeah, and <laughs> Electra knew. Electra knew uh, Matt was Daredevil. That was a big yeah because reveal. when 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 he retconned reality and no yeah. one knew his secret identity besides Foggy. Yeah, Electra was one of those, and now all of a sudden she fucking knows, and he's what? like, "Hey, how did you?" She's like, "Don't worry about it." It, don't I worry guess she got her memories back once she almost died slash was resurrected Maybe. trying to get this book. I think that's what they talk about. Like, that's kind of what happened. So she knows. She's one of the few people that actually knows at this point, which yeah. is... Yeah, because she, like, a, goes into the um, jail and she's like, all right, Matt, cut the shit. And he's, he's like, like, wait, what? what? <laughs> yeah, like, right. Exactly. You're 10 steps behind. Catch up. Yeah, it, right. <laughs> that's pretty much usual. what it was. Um, <laughs> dude, this book is so... So good. Love it. Everything yeah. about it. It's gorgeous. So uh, now we get Elektra as Daredevil trying to take down the hand, which is just I, the complete just opposite the of what fucking, we're used to with her. Here's <laughs> so. the thing. Uh, it, he's supposed to be in jail for two years. So yes. does that mean she's going to be Daredevil for two years? Because I really love He'll that. get off on good behavior. I mean, whatever. But I really want her to be Elektra for like a like a canonical two years like but like will he though because like he's gonna get in a lot of fights or he's gonna like (laughs) he's just gonna like be that guy who's just always in the chapel like you know yeah but someone's gonna try to stab him in the chapel (laughs) yeah but you know all times he's got echolocation he'll be fine well, yeah, he'll be fine. They won't be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good behavior means not getting involved in any fights, even if you didn't start them. Yeah, that exactly. Sucks. <laughs> I want. Yeah. yeah, prison sucks. We should not have. Yeah, them. I mean that's a different, different podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the CX Men podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's the X Men podcast. Yeah. I want to read this I'm, run. I want to yeah. read this run so bad. I'm excited for when I finally get to it eventually. Just got to read Wait, all of Daredevil first. Oh, Dude. Man. How, no, oh my god! Don't this need to fr- do that. <laughs> you don't have to read all of it, but this no, run everything is, is better phenomenal. when you read all of it. Also, Dude, I, now that Daredevil, that is going to be a month or two in the Slack channel, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, Daredevil that is true. also, and I I will be right there with you because I've read a 
very like more Dude. than any other comic i have read Daredevil most also of has Daredevil. the highest amount of really good runs per comics yeah yeah no it's oh like God, yeah mostly solid you can skip the like 90s spiky armor costume era Dude. just Brubaker. don't do that Dude, i love skip the gray and red armor Bullshit. Also, skips Shadowland. Which, that's uh, such a small part of that run. That's so it's fine, dude. The yeah. Brubaker run, untouchable. Yeah, no, it was Bendis first. Bendis, the Bendis then Brubaker. Run, I think Nascenti is supposed to be one of the best. Yeah, Nascenti is good. Wade's uh, is incredible. The Frank Miller stuff is great, which is a hot take for me because I fucking hate Frank Miller. Yeah, that that, that Frank so, Miller run is fantastic. It's with actually, uh, I mean, great. The, the worst stuff is probably the 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 beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you got both. Both Ramitas did a lot of work on Daredevil. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's all still written by Stanley, so like whatever. Yeah, I mean Ramita uh, <laughs> Ramita Junior drew the stuff that um Miller wrote, and uh, the the twenties are drawn by um like the twenties and thirties are drawn by Gene Colan, who's my favorite artist of all time. Dang! All right. Yeah, I guess we'd have to all read Daredevil because uh, Bendis Daredevil Bendis Malleve oh. is what got me into comics. So so good. Yeah, I was way too young to be reading that book. By the way, there's a lot of sex in that book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I learned I learned a lot of things from the Bendis Malleve run. <laughs> it awoken something inside of you. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. I got another book. Uh, it's uh number one it's erratic uh by carrie andrews doing art and color and and everything or art and writing and everything and then color by uh brian reber so uh huge fan of carrie andrews that's why i like ended up finding this one i probably would not have actually checked it out uh oddly enough this art is super Um, good the art is so good i love this Um, uh i I read this digitally was this was this double-sized no, no. It felt like there was a. It's lot definitely of story. a longer book. Like it's 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 hefty. It's got, it's got some some meat to it. I don't know how. Uh, it yeah, it's probably longer, but I don't think it's double sized. Um, but yeah. So basically, this uh book starts out with like very cliche, stereotypical like two brothers moving into the new town and their mom is like moving there for like a job and like they're all trying to assimilate into like high school um the older brother is just like varsity jock and he's like good to go like instantly the younger brother the main character uh is named oliver he is not having a great time he's just like immediately getting bullied immediately like talks to the cute girl who like is taking pity on him and like you know, like, is clearly wants to be his friend, and like, you know, so it has a very like that high school, like, very Degrassi vibe going on here. Um, and the whole book is like that to the point that you forget that it's supposed to be about a book about superpowers. <laughs> um, so, like, he's going through all of his classes, and there's like this really weird theme of like all of the teachers have this like weird, like, authoritarian, like, dictator vibe the teachers were weird as fuck yeah but they really stood out yeah it was really cool like like his like social studies teacher is a total fucking tanky <laughs> like he's got a fucking picture of like kim jong-il on the wall yeah and he's, calls everyone like, comrade yeah and but like 
in a fucked up authoritarian totalitarian like in a bad, way. Yeah, in, yeah in, like in, in a, a bad, bad way. way. I call everyone way. comrade in a good way, okay? So there's good uh, communists and bad communists. Uh, and then you have the vice principal that's just like obsessed with spying on people. tankies who are the fucking worst. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The And she's like a weird, like, racist or something too? I forget what her deal was. She said something really off-putting too. She just always wants to watch everybody all the time forever. Like, and have people report. Oh no, they're people. burning books. She's she's like she's like telling everyone to bring books to burn and like oh, oh yeah, add it to the banned book list. And but she's like bubbly and like she's like live laugh love Nazi. Yuck. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah. Oh, and all the, these the one teacher is like, there's no thinking, and it's just he's just she's just oppressing them, and just says oppression on the board. Yeah, it literally just says oppression <laughs> behind her. Yeah, these teachers are freaking weird. So yeah, man. so clearly something's going on with the teachers where they're all gonna be the villains, which is like so like anime. I love Cut. it. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's fair. Yeah. Um, it's fucking great. So then, like, you get some more backstory on the mom, and she like she moved here for a job and it turns out the job was just like a shell pyramid scheme like scam scam. of course yeah always yeah like she walks up and and like the person's like uh yeah there's never been uh anyone in that office ever um so yeah you don't have a job (laughs) just like what the fuck yeah she sent the money as like a Hmm. help to relocate and then just took her money and she moved her whole yeah you never pay to get a job that's a that's a number one rule you don't pay to play when it comes to having a job. Small deposit to set up a payroll account. Yeah, nah. Mm-mm, That's not nah, how that... Nah, dog. <laughs> Scam. That's a nah from me. Um, so that sucks because uh, she was already having a hard time to begin with and like doesn't have the money for the security deposit and like all this shit. So I was like, oh, this is, I, don't, I don't like that. Um, <laughs> and then... We find out that the book is about superpowers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> after right. all, by that, the yeah. Way. Oh shit! By the way, so we start out. The very first page is like setting up the premise that like you have to save the world, but you only have ten minutes to do it. So like that's how his powers work, evidently. And he's had powers through this whole time, but has not used them. And he's like talking to the hot girl, and they're like you know kind of flirting, and you know like he's had a bad day, obviously. And then all of a sudden. A robot squid pops up out of the ground and starts attacking all of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. I hate it when that. I hate it when that happens. Every day. Um, Seriously. So, so he just, you know, he's like, "All right, I can't run, so I gotta do the thing to save yeah. everybody." Flame so, on. Flame yeah. on. Uh, yeah. He even says, "About to get erratic." Oh yeah. I love it when they say the name. Uh, that's, he said that's it. He said that's, it. That's, that's when I whispered to myself out loud. That's the name of this book. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, that, that Leonardo DiCaprio picture of him pointing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. So basically, you know, he powers up, saves them, and the squid runs away. And the the, the girl's like, "What the heck? Like you're one of them?" She says, "Uh, she says you're one of those things, aren't you? This is so epic." And uh, they have a name for them. I forget. Like the other reborn is like the name for superheroes in this world so no telling no explanation on what that is yet i kind of like that they don't like build that world yet like of like how he got superpowers um it also blows all of his clothes off so he's like sitting in his tidy whities which is super awkward in front of the hot girl Uh, (laughs) um hate it when then then she's a jerk 
Yeah, then she's a fucking jerk, and she fucking sure live streamed that shit. Yeah, she like she took a video of him powering. I mean, he's basically like begging her, like, "Don't tell anybody," and she, yeah, and recorded she it, it just, and then immediately yeah. shared shared it to to vid so she can go viral. Yeah, yep. teenage girls are so, the worst, uh, man. Yeah, Dude. you know, I'm yep. always saying that girls are the worst. Yeah, me same. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even make that joke. Internalized misogyny is a real problem. Got to help girls support girls. Okay, guys. Uh, yeah, dudes are the worst too. I'm just saying. Uh, dudes are actually the worst. Not a joke. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> um, yeah. So it was a really cool like like starting out of a, of a number one. That's from like the AWA upshot. Like that new that new team that new uh, publisher. Oh, I don't uh, know much about them. Yeah, I really dug it. I really like Carrie Andrews. Uh, he also did. Um, that uh oh shit what the hell is it called uh, i can't remember the name of it it's a it's literally just the punisher but killing billionaires it's amazing oh wow that's right yeah. up your alley yeah uh, it is that's how i found out about carrie andrews mm. um, but yeah this book looks amazing like the yeah the, no he's i love his he did, he did a run on um uh iron fist that was super good and the color's really good too it's got this like nice like desaturated kind of vibe oh totally uh hold on i'm finding yeah, it I'm it's good i liked it definitely, i'm excited for definitely more looking forward to number two. Oh, renato jones renato jones in the one percent is the name of the book there it is i got it there we go we stalled just right. long enough for you to get that yeah, you did it <laughs> good job, you can Casey. edit edit me out edit the dead air out of here so is that is that me all right uh, so I have uh, Dreaming Waking Hours number 5 by G. Willow Wilson, Nick Robles, and Matt Lopez. This is also the end of an arc. So thematically chose my books this week, I guess. <laughs> um, but we we get the kind of things somewhat back to normal. Um, there, so there's kind of like two storylines that happen in the book between uh, Ruin uh, getting caught by the other nightmares and getting um, brought back to Dream and then Lindy uh, resolving her giving birth to a naked old man and um, stuck in a Shakespeare house. (laughs) I hate it when that happens. I love all the things that we hate when it happens on this show today. Oh, God. Anyway... (laughs) Lindy's kind of like given the, uh, she had, the, she gave birth to Merlin. Uh, it was weird. I don't know. <laughs> and anyway, Merlin's like, um, I'm all the like your fears and insecurities and like you know doubts. Um, and she can't. She's starting to like not remember her like child's name, and um, so then her arc is kind of like, uh realizing that um shakespeare it doesn't really matter who the real one is because at this point it's so entangled with the history that you can't look at um the information without like without all the biases and like that lore is part of the the history of shakespeare um and she kind of overcomes the like everyone like merlin who's like all her insecurities she's like you know what fuck you uh everyone (laughs) between like you know the the teacher um and 
her own anxiety was telling her that she couldn't do it, but uh, she should have just like, you know, believe in herself. And, you know, she is an important part of keeping Shakespeare alive just as much as Shakespeare's own work is like, you know, uh, so she kind of comes out realization. And then as she does that ruin, um, who was being dragged away, uh, by the two other nightmares, um, comes across a dream and, uh, he's like, you know, you didn't, you didn't, you left without saying goodbye. Like what, what's, what's going on? And, um, so they go, they go get Lindy and they, they are able to send her home. Um, and Ruin ends up talking to Dream and he's like, you know, I'm, I, uh, I felt love even though that wasn't supposed to happen. Like, obviously there's more out there for just, for me than just being a nightmare. So I'm never going to stop escaping if you put me back. And Dream's like, you're right. So I'm going to let you, um, live your own life. And, you Aww. know, just, you know, you, you can... Whatever, whatever, whichever you know, whatever comes with that. Um, so, because he, he's he goes, you know, as soon as you leave my realm, you enter hers, and it's hers in, uh, in like the middle of the page is an onk, and like in the na- in like the the blank space of the onk is blacked out, and it just says hers, and it, so it's death, and like that panel layout was super cool. Yeah, you just you gotta you gotta have to die, bro. Sucks. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, he ends up going to go live on the the mortal world and I guess try to find that that guy that he fell in love with. Um, I definitely want that like rom com. <laughs> like, definitely need that fish rom com with probably some other aspects. <laughs> um, Fantasy, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's so sweet. I love that uh, Lindy's first reaction uh, after getting back is to fall asleep. Yep. And it's like, bro, have you not had enough of that right now? <laughs> Maybe don't ever sleep again. I've had that happen. I've woken up from a nap and felt tired and had to go back to sleep. Yeah, but you didn't like nearly die in that nap. <laughs> nearly ceased to exist. I mean, that we know of. I mean, I don't know how many ninjas I accidentally swallowed. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's a good point there's also a part with Joe Fuel where he gets reamed out by another angel for helping uh, mortals and he made the baby talk and I was like that's really weird <laughs> I don't like it <laughs> weird flex but it's okay like your, your mom's gonna be home soon and it's like oh I'm gonna see her again I was like why are you making the baby speak what are you doing um <sighs> Yeah, so it ends with Lindy back back home, and um, and Ruin in the mortal realm, going going on an adventure. And then the cover for the next issue is is Puck. So we're gonna see him again because he's mad at them now. He's real mad. Um, <laughs> I'm glad this is ongoing. I thought it was a miniseries. So yeah, I'm so excited like to see where it goes. Uh, see what they set up for a new story. Yeah. Well, we Sweet. got some. Sh- we got a couple shout outs, not too many. Um, I just wanted to shout out uh, Knock 'em Dead number one by Elliot Rahal, uh, Matea Monaco, and Matt Miller. Um, this one was interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. It's, so basically, the premise is like a stand up comedian, but he's like just starting out. So he's just doing like open mic nights and getting in where he can. 
um, pain to play, if you will. <laughs> and uh, the worst. Yeah, and he's just yeah. bombing. And they do a really good job. My favorite part about this book was like they do such an awesome job of like without having any jokes. Like they just they show him with like kind of like squiggle over the words. I like how they just do a progr- it's like squiggle and then like eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> And then yeah, eventually yeah, yeah. it's like squiggle eggplant plus burger equals laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> and then and then like there's a panel next to it that is w- when he's not getting laughs. It's yeah. just like an atomic bomb going off. It's a pile of shit. It's yeah. like it's all these different like depictions of him dying and bombing and like just, you know, having a bad time on stage. Yeah, um, absolutely. There's nothing worse yeah, than so- that. Just being on stage sucking and then at that point there's nothing you can do about it you just have to get to the end like here right. i am just yeah. doing this yeah and like you know it, we could get a little bit of backstory on like him and his sister and like evidently their parents died in some kind of tragedy and like you know she's like reluctantly supportive and but like mostly it's him just like bombing and bombing and going again and again because this is like his dream and he's gonna fucking do it and, and like you see him get a little bit better and like kind of starting to get there and then he gets in the car with a fellow comedian who just fucking kills him. <laughs> uh, gets in a fucking car wreck and dies? Question mark? Because, like, he, he, like, flatlines on the table and wakes up and says, where the fuck am I? So, like... Yeah. I'm very curious where this is going. There's a lot of really cool stuff building up, but I don't know what it is yet. Yeah, got knocked uh, dead. Yeah. <laughs> Damn yeah, it. he got knocked dead, all right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's either, he's like a zombie, or he's like a ghost, or he's... Zombie I can't ghost? Di- zombie ghost? Can't die? Sure. I don't know. It's cool, though. It's uh, super well-written. I love the art. Uh, yeah, the art's cool. Art's really Man, good. it's yeah, got to be hard so. to get laughs as a ghost, right? <laughs> oh, Show up, people audience. just scream and run away. <laughs> depends on your audience. I guess. Yeah. yeah. If it's other ghosts, you're golden. <laughs> if the people have a sense of humor that's true uh, I'll shout out uh, Batman Catwoman number one uh, by Tom King Clayman and Tomo Mori Clayman that's a great name too um, I feel like that's a Frank Quitely like the, I, the, can't, that can't be his real name right yeah right like <laughs> if it is that's awesome Wait, um <laughs> yeah, this so this sees the gonna be the culmination, the true cult end of I guess Tom King's run on Batman. This book had a lot of kissing. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. <laughs> like people were asking how it was. I'm like, I don't know. Do you like kissing in your Batman books? And then if they say yes, I said, Well then I have a book for you. <laughs> he sold like well, yeah. zero and if you've copies. read the no, Yeah, and if you've read your the Tom King run, obviously. It's a, a f- There's a lot of kissing in the Tom the King run. The focal just, point of his run is this the is relationship. This is distilled kissing. Yeah. Is it Kiss Man? <laughs> yeah. That's a big point, focal point of his run is the relationship between Batman and Catwoman. He's got a bunch of ch- um, chapstick at his utility belt because he's always kissing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, yeah, that's that's the Batman that liberals want. I just pictured yeah. the bat with lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I I enjoyed the Tom King run. Uh, I'm a fan. Um, this is kind of hops in. Um, so I just caught up on it, and this book confused the shit out of me. Um, it's like three <laughs> different timelines, and I'm hoping he kind of s- s- 
draws them out a little bit because I'm very confused. I'm, but, sa- I'm glad you said that because I read it really sleepy and I thought it was my fault. So no, I was just going to like go along with whatever you said, but okay. <laughs> no, because that's how I approach sh- every episode of this show. <laughs> the secret's out. Sure. People yep, now right. know. Because one's very clearly in the past. One is far in the future because Selena's an older woman. Um, and one is, uh, there's a, um, just kind of showing about adventures, how they got to certain places, but there's like backstory with like, selena's relationship with the joker with they which they touch on again in his run so like it calls back to a lot of stuff in his there run. is there is that annual that shows how they like end their life lives together right and it's i think like, it's, it's touching like them, on some of that as well yeah yeah it's probably leading up to that moment where they like die together potentially basically. yeah so yeah. spoiler read the tom <laughs> king run or this is gonna make Negative sense. <laughs> Negative um, sense. Is that Doom Patrol? Like it, it was confusing just finishing up on it, but if you, it's pulling from a lot of stuff that, um, that that he was wor- obviously building towards because this is supposed to be kind of like the end of that run. So, uh, but yeah, check it out. He's also bringing stuff from the cartoon, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I not. I don't know. So yeah, so I just wanted to shout out um, TMNT Jenica 2, number oh. 2, by Brom Revel. This book is a lot of fun. Uh, more of this kind of slice of life mutant town stuff. is trying to stop a bunch of kaiju mutants from not only ravaging Sweet. mutant town, but also getting on any kind of camera so that people can see that... She doesn't want people thinking Mutant Town is out of control because then they'll be even more of a police state than they already are. Mm, smart, smart. Yeah, so in doing so, she finds out that there's like this whole like society of shadow people that live in the sewers mm. that are now mutated, and it's like they're the ones who are kind of getting out of control. Plus, it was also drugs that made them super big, so that was a problem. Ooh. So That is a problem. <laughs> Ish. I wonder if that's where eel guy came from. Maybe. So yeah, so that's uh, a lot of a lot of cool mutant intrigue in that book. A lot of action, a lot of fun. More just amazing character design that we've grown to love from this series. Sweet. But yeah, super good. All right, we made it. Top story, right? Top story. <laughs> we got there. We're there. Modok Head Games number one. So uh, this clearly ties into the cartoon that's coming out, right? I feel like it's got to, right? Because like, like the cartoon, the only thing I know about it is it's claymation. It's it's Patton Oswalt, uh, and it is uh, him with like a sitcom family, mm-hmm. and like he's got like a regular right wife and like a regular son, but like his daughter looks like him. Oh shit! Well, maybe after reading this, maybe the show is like the false memories that he keeps having that's what i'm oh, thinking that's dumb. Yeah. oh that if that's true that would be awesome <laughs> it seems like what's happening yeah so basically the, the whole crux of this book is that he's getting distracted and having false memories of his wife and like daughter and son and like having all these moments where he's like that didn't fucking happen my brain's malfunctioning but then he checks and he's like it's not malfunctioning that's just a false memory but then Someone I can't I don't remember her name. Um the other main person in this book. Oh my uh, god, what is her damn name? It has been a whole 
weeks since I read Monica. this. It might okay. Monica, it might have well have been in a year. Basically, another aim person oh, trying to use this as a to take advantage of um, him like malfunctioning because AIM is now has like a board of directors. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's kind that. of like trying, yeah, which is great. Um, and she's kind of using MODOK kind of bugging out a little bit to kind of try to take over and kind of force him out. Um, so as he's like talking about himself and figuring it out, they have like a big standoff and <laughs> MODOK just goes full on MODOK in this big sp- page this splash page and it was so many different people dying in so many different ways (laughs) well he was designed only for killing yeah yeah he's the best at what he Um, does yeah i just like someone hits him with like an anti-grav and the guy like somebody's like i did it i've defeated modok and the guy's like are you an idiot you just sent the thing only designed for killing into the armory <laughs> what and what he, he comes out with like ant-man's helmet and like a, a the like uh he's got like dead sort of lights yeah <laughs> sort of light uh, he's got all these other superpower stuff because they were talking about how he's like, got like uh star lord's gun and deadpool's yeah. like teleportation things like, they also, it's like he went had, to the collectible uh, section of target yeah <laughs> he, had web sho- he had web shooters too. a lot of money it has oh yeah web shooters He's then, got um what what's the Fantastic Four's robot's name Kirby or whatever Herbie yeah 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 he's got he's got Herbie somehow <laughs> who has a Captain America shield I think because <laughs> like I guess they talked about AIM like when they couldn't make things for themselves they just copied it so they have all these replicas of all these things and one of them was the Bruce was they called it Banner Booster <laughs> which gave the the that Monica woman like just a Hulk arm just her yeah, arm she stabbed it into Hulk. her arm and then it just turned <laughs> yeah. that into the Hulk <laughs> yeah. she's got which is great. from from Rick and Morty <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> so they're kind of yeah, and it ends up being just this whole big fight. Uh, Modok ends up just blowing up the whole base and just kind of escaping. Um, and then just rolls up on Tony Stark to try to, like, see if he can help. <laughs> yeah, that, you got to be real desperate to go to Tony Stark as Modok yeah. for help. And then you start... Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we glazed over so many, like, good moments in we this did. book, though. Like, like, right at the very beginning, it's, like, them on a train heist... And because he was remembering his, like, white picket fence nuclear family, they missed the opportunity to heist the train, and then it becomes a vertical train. Yeah, (laughs) that's right, that's right. Just like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, and then then the the success of them robbing the hover train due to vertical climb is (laughs) 0.0003%. So you fuck the whole thing up. And then uh, Warhammer shows up. Warhammer, sorry. God damn it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's holy shit. I love so the good. humor in this. It's very um, Pat Oswalt. Yeah, very Pat Oswalt, and I, I, I'm, I'm I am so excited for him to be Modok. Yes. That is like a perfect. I just now, love like, the insults, so like like the Modok insults, yeah. the like I'm smarter than you type of. Oh that, yeah, it, that's like yeah, every single one of them too. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, he it, talks about like since he blew the heist, he like goes on this big monologue about while they were talking he made all of the money back by doing so this elaborate good. plan yeah and like he like tanked the stocks and like bought all the like shares and then short like, sold them all and made mo- and made all the money back that they would have made on the fucking thing like all while they were just sitting there talking yeah it's like what the fuck have you done in the last 12 minutes it makes you wonder yeah. like why were we even going to pull off this train heist if you could yeah, just why make money like, yeah, why are we heisting a hover train if you could just do that all the time yeah it's great <laughs> Yeah, just yeah. I, I'm a. 
if this is what the cartoon is where it ties in like i said those false memories like you said because his wife looks just like him but like it looks like the kids or the, da- the daughter looks like him it's he's got daughter, a regular right. he's got a regular son and a modoc daughter, yeah. daughter. <laughs> which is hilarious but yeah oh, if the, so, um, yeah, yeah the thing he did while they were just having the conversation was that he he took the brainatronic laptops and made them all explode in people's laps and then like when uh, like he changed the social media algorithm so that that's all people could talk about was the fact that all these laptops exploded and then he like bought up all the shares of all their competitors and then like tripled their yeah so basically made back like tripled the money yeah. that they would have made but then like one of the aim stooges just oh, like right. my, my mom's got a bane book I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah just like those little moments made yeah this there's book a lot really of really fun. good all of his like uh, mo- inner monologues where he's just insulting everyone, but like is just a fucking idiot while doing it is so good. Like, yeah, he's almost so smart he just doesn't understand. He's also what's got going. like he, anxiety bubbles yeah. where he's like thinking about himself where he's a genius, but he's also a monster. And I was like, oh, that's yeah, same. yeah. There's yeah, like a couple mar- yeah. moments where it says like a freak. Like it would be like I'm the most advanced organism in the world, and it just is a freak like over it. So like, oh man. Modok's having he's going through it sad boy same yeah, buddy yeah <laughs> yeah then he finally admits it's almost like something else is talking to him too because at the end like he admits to Tony Stark that he might be broken and then it's that same text saying so you're finally starting to listen it's like wait is he talking to himself is that him is that something else going on is that the other is that the TV show dude but for real if that if I'm the excited. false memories are that TV show that would be brilliant yeah, because like even as like Tony Stark is is like, like, powered up on him, like he's basically got a gun pointed at yeah. him because he's got his like fist pointed at him, and like he just sees his like family behind him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, or oh, maybe someone yeah. thinks the false memory is real. Yeah, oh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, that could be. He's always doing cosmic cube shit. Yeah, yeah that's a good. I, point. I I know a thing that could do that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. So this much was fun. A, this was a super fun book. That's the word uh, I, I, I keep I keep coming up with. It's just yeah, fun. And and really, aren't comics just supposed to be? Yeah, fun? it's it's Absolutely. fun in that uniquely Marvel way too. When when we're not reading Department of Truth, aren't comics fun? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, this one really captured that and like. All across the board. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm looking forward to reading yeah, the rest of this. Yeah, this and Taskmaster are the fucking... Oh, yeah. He, the, the, the unsung heroes in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, like, Taskmaster. Like, fucking new? Dude, that dude is sassy as hell. Yeah, I just like <laughs> that we're going to get some more layers to this character. It, it's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of like um, what RJ keeps saying about this new Juggernaut book. Is It's like... it's Well, you clearly never read Gwenpool. Despite the fact is, that he'd is love Modoc, it. Is Modoc in Gwenpool yes. a lot? He is. Oh. Yeah. The Gwenpool before the Gwenpool that we read on the show is the like has a lot to do with Modoc. Oh. And it's great. I did not know that either. Because I, I was kind of feeling the same way, Adam. No, I was just trying to... I was like, <laughs> didn't I, though? I feel like I did read that. You read some Gwenpool. You didn't read the main Gwenpool book. No, I mean, I've read you some read... of the main Gwenpool book like oh, then a I, million then you years ago. It. I don't know. It's not all mm. about Modoc. Anyway, whatever. But yeah, I mean, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing more of the lower layers of Modoc. Is what I was trying to say. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to see any of the lower layers of Modoc. <laughs> <laughs> we can just turn yeah. him over, right? Ooh, this gross. Is easy. Yeah. I don't want to see what's in the I chair. I mean, he <laughs> looks like an onion. We might as well peel back some of those layers. Oh, <laughs> that's no. a good point. That's a good point. Uh, Love it. 
I'm a, yeah, I'm looking. And if this the the cartoon or the show is anything like this, I'm I'm in. Sure. And I mean, yeah. Pat Oswalt's a, gr- a funny guy, and it's it's Love a Pat lot Oswalt. of great comedy being brought yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. At the very least, it's gonna make me laugh. Gen- I'm, genuinely just love that yeah. guy yeah he's a great dude just love that guy try not to mark out too much but yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. and he's like the ultimate fan and we've all we've often said that like when Absolutely. when a good good writing comes from a good writer who's a fan of what they're writing and yeah and this is one of those things agreed so yeah all right well what we got uh coming out today um, I would say Marauders, but I don't want to talk about it. But Marauders, bullshit. <laughs> There's no way we're not talking about Marauders. I know. Book is so good. Well, we got it's Marauders. Looks like um, uh, Batman Black and White. Team and T. Pretty I'm, for that. I'm stoked for that. Yeah, call it. Team and T. Dibs. Um, what'd you say? What, what just... Turtles. Turtles is out. Uh. More turtles. Uh, crossover no, crossover number two with a Spawn. Uh, Strange cover. Academy. Have you seen the yeah, Spawn? Yeah. Cover? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, uh, Lock and Key, the Sandman miniseries. I'm in. Yep. We got. Oh, and speaking of, we got some sad juggers again. Guys, that juggernaut. <laughs> and the first um, sword. Sword number one. Oh, yep. Sword. Oh, God damn it. Top story. Just sword. when I thought oh we were an story, X-Men sword. podcast. No more fucking Top swords. Story, sword. I'm so sick of sword swords. Sword and Marauders. Top story. No. No. Yep. Stop. We're gonna fight to the death. I quit, you guys. <laughs> Yeah, um, when it's fucking amazing, you can eat all your words and dude, we're going to do sort of the We got some great number story. ones we could be talking about instead. Uh, Sweet Tooth coming out. Looks like nice. Usagi's out. Uh, new image book, Homesick Pilots, which if it's good, oh. I'm going to fight to that to be a number one. Oh, that's uh, that's the guy who writes that's, uh, that's Coffee That's the Haunted House mech story. Mm-hmm. All right, wow. yeah. Yes, I'm gonna please. I'm going to art. I'm going to debate <laughs> for that to be number one. Uh, Giga, Giga number two. Um, That's the not haunted house living in a mech, mech story. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, what else we got? Devil's Red Bride because Usagi's yeah. out, so obviously I love that they're, they're on out. the same release schedule. That makes me so happy. <laughs> so great. It made the writer happy yeah. too. You noticed? Yeah. yeah, it looks like a pretty good, um, pretty good week uh, for us this week. I might I'm really psyched for me and RJ to bully you guys into reading so much X Men. I mean, look, I. I am an X-Men fan. <laughs> it's just 10 straight weeks of having it as a top story. You just can't hang, bro. <laughs> Get some stamina for X-Men. <laughs> I'm looking I'm super looking forward to that Batman black and white though. Yeah, it I'm is going to be sick. I'll just I'll just go to my my local gas station and ask them which of the pills near the the register will make me love X-Men more. I <laughs> uh, believe those are the red mambas. <laughs> it's like really any of these is going to make you love X Men, but <laughs> yeah, just take some fucking whippets. You're going to have a great time, and then a bad oh, headache. Fucking Christ. whippets. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It says it'll oh, increase my man. stamina, but will this increase my stamina for X Men? Sure, dude. Whatever you need. <laughs> whatever, bro. I just work at the Seven <laughs> Eleven. So uh, that's it for last week's comics. Uh, join us again next week when we talk about this week's comics um, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at last week's comics um, you know at us why not talk to us uh, also consider uh, joining our Patreon you can uh, reach that by duelinggenre.com support we've got some really cool stuff coming on board 
coming your way for our Patreon subscribers. Go check that stuff out. And uh, please, as always, support your local comic shop. Uh, wear a mask, get out there, uh, buy some comics, and we'll see you next week. For myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Shirt Box. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>